and I love to feel my body burning its fat, like it's eating its own fat, and I love that feeling. Like I feel like I have after I eat, like I am low energy. So like I just like that feeling of like like I like you look in the mirror, you feel skinnier after, but like at the same time, like I, I can feel in my body like getting thinner. I like I'm higher energy, like I feel like. I feel better personally. Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit Chantel Ray com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and inner circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayWay.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast, and I'm so excited because I have one of my very good friends, Catherine Muldoon, who was Miss Virginia. She's drop-dead gorgeous. Every time I see her, she just gets prettier and prettier, um, and she's got the perfect body. Like, And what we're going to do today is we are going to learn how she stays so beautiful and is has such an amazing body, and she's really given me so many things, and it's funny because Catherine, when you talk, I just like, it like ingrains in my head. I like, I like listen to every word you say. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. She is a well-known cosmetic dentist. Um, So she's not only gorgeous, she's also smart. And she's got some exciting things coming up. So Catherine, tell us a little bit about some new revelations that you've got going on with cosmetic dentistry. I am super excited to reveal it, but I can't yet. Okay. I, you know, as I as you know, I was in Virginia before, but I recently moved back to New York, and um, I can't release it because I'm working with a couple of celebrities who won't let me do it yet. But no problem. Um, We're gonna have you back I'm on, and you'll reveal really it. Because I'm so excited, but uh, this is a little bit of a clue. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're excited to learn about it. So what we want you to talk about today is I want you to tell everyone some of the things that you've told me. So describe to me kind of what does a typical eating day look like for you? Do you eat breakfast in the morning? Okay. So I want to preface it with this. Like you're super sweet to be like, oh, you're, you know, you have the perfect body, but like, honestly, I am a human being like everyone else. Like, I sometimes, you know, fall off the wagon. Sometimes I'm doing a little bit better. And I remember when you were asking me about the book, I'm trying to think, okay, like, I made my little, like, I call it my pageant diet. But um, it's not really a diet. It's just, like, a lifestyle. But I've noticed that, you know, like, we started off our meeting today and had a little bit of coffee. But, like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm, like, I'm a busy person. So I drink my coffee in the morning. 
and then I go to work. I'm like usually drinking coffee on the way to work while doing my makeup in the, in the rearview mirror. Don't tell on me. And, and then I get to work and I'm like, go, 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 go. And then by the time lunch comes, sometimes like I'm working so hard that I don't get a lunch. And then I can like literally feel my stomach like shrinking. And I think I told you that like I, I have extra energy because of it. And then I almost feel like, I almost feel like my body is like eating the fat off of itself. So by the time I eat, like, I try to eat like a very small lunch just so that like I don't lose that energy but there's been times in my life where like I start eating breakfast and then I call it like my relationship weight because like if it's in front of me I'll eat it um but I notice that I gain weight like I'm like I'll still a little bit sappy right now because it's like okay you got that little bit of breakfast weight on you so you feel like when you're in a relationship let's say the guy that you're dating um might say, hey, let's go have breakfast and you don't want to be rude, so you'll have breakfast. And you're saying when you start eating that breakfast, that's extra calories that are coming in that you're not normally used to eating. And then you end up gaining some weight when you do that. Yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, calorie, I, I tell everyone like food's kind of like, calories are kind of like your money. How are you going to spend your money? Like, it adds up. So if you spend some money on breakfast and you spend some money on lunch and then you spend more money on a, on a, on you know something in the afternoon and then you spend more money on dinner, like that's a lot of money that you spend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. The day. So like when I started eating breakfast, I'm like, you know, you have breakfast in the morning and then your metabolism starts going and then you get hungry again quicker, I think. And then I eat more food and I'm like, wow, these calories like really add up. So, I mean, I... I do have a science background, of course, but at the end of the day, like, you just kind of have to find out what, work, what works for you. And I've noticed that when I eat breakfast, I eat lunch, and then I kind of get a little bit lazy and then, you know, more lethargic. I have less energy to go work out. And so those things just, you know, the calories add up. I mean, it's just, it's simple addition and subtraction. Like, subtract when you go to the gym, you add when you eat. And it's really not rocket science. So talk to me about when you want something sweet. So like, let's say you're like, you know, I just have a sweet tooth. (laughs) I have a sweet tooth right now. You know, I have a sweet tooth too. But when you have that sweet tooth, what do you do to curb it? So, I mean, I'm probably like the worst. Do as I say, not as I do. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm a dentist. Everyone always jokes me because I love candy. Like, I love it. Um, I have since I was little, like I literally used to stick chocolate bars in my pocket when I was little and they would melt and I had brown stains in my pants, like ask my mom. Um, but I have always loved Skittles since like forever. Like my boyfriend used to, you know, run to my house when I was in middle school and bring me a bag of Skittles and I thought it was like the cutest thing. But, um, but I, like my mom jokes too, I literally have Skittles in my purse, but I, I think that you shouldn't deprive yourself of the things that you like um, because I think then sometimes it makes you eat other things. So whenever I have like a sugar craving, I try to go after something that I know, and this is just in general, like I try to eat things that I know that if I completely engorge myself with it, it's still not that many calories. So like, for example, if you're eating a meal and you eat an entire plate of vegetables, like you can eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and and still only a couple hundred calories and you're engorged with it you're like I can't even possibly eat any more vegetables if I tried well I have the same thing with Skittles like I can't eat an entire bag of Skittles even if I tried so like 
I'll eat a couple Skittles. And after I have a couple of Skittles, I'm like, oh, that's too much sweet. I am like over it now. So so describe how you're eating it. Because I, I loved when you were kind of telling me like, you know, you don't just take the Skittles and go, you know, I'm going to just take the Skittle bag and go, boom, I'm going to put it, like, eat it like that. Describe as detailed as you can how you eat Skittles. Okay, so, I mean, some people say to lose weight, you're supposed to, like, savor your food. And I agree with that. Like, I think Bethany Frankel or says something like, you know, you shouldn't eat food while you're sitting on the couch because you're mindlessly eating it and you should savor every bite set on the Real Housewives or something like that. And that's what I do too, but honestly, like, it's not because I'm savoring it, although I am, because I love Skittles. But, like, I used to make this little game when I was a kid where I would... Okay, I was doing it while I was watching TV. It, like, exactly what you're not about to do. But, um, so I would sit in front of the television and I would put a Skittle in my mouth and not look at what color it was. And then I, I would try to figure out what color it was, and then I would take it out of my mouth and see if I was right. So, like, I have this little, like, secret known talent that I can, I can eat a Skittle and I can, well, only the red bag, but I can eat a Skittle and I can tell you what color I was just eating. Like, I don't know. You can't do it with m and the same. But anyway, so I literally, like, when I eat Skittles, I'll, like, suck on the Skittles so that I can tell you what flavor it is because the flavor typically comes from the outside and um, so I'll suck on the Skittle for a while and be like hmm is this red oh yeah it's red okay like I mean it's yeah red. no yeah but it just shows that you're no but it shows that you're you're really like embracing that and save because you are you're savoring every every minute of that Skittle that it's in I your mean, mouth. I guess it's at the end of the day, like, that's what is happening. But again, like I said, like, you know, I I didn't write a diet book. Like, you're the one who, like, literally, like, asked all of our friends, and I'm telling you, like, our friends, like, all have way better bodies than I do. Like, I've got... That is bodies. not true. Like, Virginia Beach women, like, I've lived all around the world, and, like, if you go to the gym in Virginia Beach, like, these women, like... I can't keep up. I'm like, are you sure you had kids? Or like, are you <laughs> kidding me right now? Like, yeah, we've got we've we got some really good in good in shape women. That's great. Um, so talk about like so what I'm what I've heard you say and you've talked to me about is like if you had to describe how you eat. You kind of eat a, a small, you know, try to wait as long as you can to eat your lunch. And then you're eating a small lunch and then you're eating a large medium sized dinner. Is that kind of your your routine that you'd say, hey, I like to eat a small lunch and a, and a medium sized dinner? Or how does that work for you? Um, so by default, that's kind of like what I've done for the last, I don't know, like seven, eight years because I've been working. So when I would drink coffee on the way to work and I'm like, one of these people is like usually 15 minutes late, not the best treat, but you know, I'm like trying to rush to get to work. And so I'm like eating my, you know, I'm drinking my coffee on the way to work, doing my makeup, run in, start seeing patients. And then one o'clock would roll around. And if I got a lunch, I wasn't working through lunch or seeing someone, um, then I would eat some like a medium ish lunch, especially when I'm like doing like my, quote-unquote pageant diet do like tuna with some like I like that broccoli slaw um because it doesn't like weigh me down like if I noticed when I ate like a 
when I ate like a heavier lunch or I would go out to lunch with my other coworkers, like when I got back to work at two o'clock, like I would be like, uh, dragging along. So, I mean, again, it wasn't like intentional, but I would have like a pretty small lunch. And then when I leave work, you know, when I'm being really good, I'll cook, I'll go to the grocery store and have like a somewhat bigger dinner. And everyone always told me that you shouldn't eat like that late in the day, this and that. But I noticed when I was living that type of lifestyle, I was definitely thinner and like my schedule is more reg regimented and I had more energy. And um, like when, I, when you have energy to go to the gym after work, like that says a lot. Cause you know, working is pretty rigorous. So, you know, have even more energy to go to the gym, you haven't eaten calories. So you haven't taken from your budget. You've subtracted from your budget when you have, when you go to the gym and then afterwards you eat, like I eat a bigger dinner. Um, so people always told me like when I go right to bed, not right to bed, but shortly after. Um, and I mean, people told me that that's not good, but I've noticed that during those times in my life, I've definitely been thinner and. Well, and it's, what's crazy is the people, you know how many people I've interviewed. It's just crazy. Uh, you know, what do you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? But the people that I have seen that are the thinnest, that is their recipe. They eat a small lunch and then they eat a medium-sized dinner. They're eating two meals a day and that's kind of their recipe for... My girlfriend's um, in undergrad too, like the same thing. They would eat like my... I don't know if I should mention names. My girlfriend Justina in undergrad, she's like the most fit person I know. She would literally like... She would eat the same bar. She'd eat a bar for lunch. Literally like a some sort of protein bar. And she'd run during the day and then she would eat like a big dinner or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. for her. Medium to large dinner, right? right? to bed after that. And she was like this all the time. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, so talk to me about like what kind of self-talk that you do in your mind to kind of like, let's say you feel like you're in a rut and you're like, I need to kind of pet myself up for, you know, either lo losing a couple pounds or anything like that that you say to yourself that's super positive to encourage yourself each day as far as your weight goes. Um, so I like, like you said, I like to focus on the positive aspect of things. So I don't ever want to feel like I'm depriving myself. So. Um, I mean, when I had pageants to look forward to, I would start visualizing myself walking on stage and I would visualize like what I wanted to look like and I would feel that feeling on my body. So like, if you know that you want to like feel great when you're like, do that turn and you're like, oh, I look awesome and my abs are popping. Like I literally would visualize that. So that's one of the things and I feel like when I would get that feeling of like being on stage and being like, wow, like, I feel confident right now. Like, I feel like I look good in my clothes. I feel like I look good in my bathing suit. And I'm just going to kill it. Like, it just gives me, a, like, a feeling of my in my body that would make me feel motivated. Um, so this was more like going to the gym, like, getting motivated and in, like, the mindset. But in addition, like, I also don't want to feel like I was ever depriving myself. So I, instead of focusing on, like, the food that I couldn't have... Um, like, I love French fries. Like, who doesn't love some really good French fries? I love them. 
but like those things are kind of hard and it's a slippery slope so like i feel like when i have french fries especially from mcdonald's i think they put crack in them um but like if i feel like if i have french fries like i will want them so i can't think about the french fries i can't have i'd rather think about the things that i can have so i actually start really getting into cooking when i'm starting to lose weight i started thinking about all the things like oh okay what can i have i can have things like mustard mustard is something that's like so flavorful and has like no calories um things like capers capers are like super salty and i know there's like a little bit of controversy about that but like capers super flavorful like all the spices there's so many spices that you can use and so many things that have so much flavor that bring flavor to things like white meat chicken white fish vegetables like i love vegetables but they're so much better with like butter and a whole lot of spices on them like i won't deprive myself with butter but or like oil if, you know i think if things are flavorful and you enjoy eating them then mm. you don't feel like you're deprived like i literally will sit there and start thinking like what if i put like a curry on this and like if i make it like that and you know all these things that like you can eat so i start thinking about that and then i get excited about it and it's like you don't even think about the french fries when you're having like these amazing like fish tacos you know and one of the things that i've heard you say is like you know as far as like rating your food so like let's just say that if you had something that was a five stars in your book right like you're like this is like the best thing ever and then if you had something that was like four stars where you're like this is really good but once you start kind of going like, eh, this is only three stars, it's not that good, you stop eating it. Like you're you're like, if it doesn't taste good and it's, it's not, not absolutely amazing. Spending on it. Yes. Yeah, so talk about that. Talk about that that, that you, you know, told me about that. Like five stars and like you can call it whatever you want to a rose by any other name. The smell is sweet, isn't that the thing? But um so I always like equate it to like money. I'm like, so I'm thinking like money or like calories is really the, the what is it? The, the currency at the end of the day. But like, you have to think about like, okay, so if I eat this, is it worth what I'm spending on it? So like French fries, for example, I love French fries. They're so expensive when it, they come to like calories. Mm. And in addition, I'm going to crave them again and again and again and again for days. So like for me, when I'm trying to lose weight, like, oh, give me, don't get wrong, I eat fries all the time. I'm not trying to be like. Hey guys, we absolutely love getting your questions into the podcast, but we're also interested in your journey. So if you've started intermittent fasting and have some success or even struggling a little bit, we want to hear about it. Email me your intermittent fasting stories to Chantel at ChantelRayWay.com. Now back to the show. Let's talk about when just your regular eating, not when you're like getting ready for a pageant or getting ready for something that you're like, hey, I just want to like, I want to trim that and lose a couple things. It's like Catherine completely off the wagon, just going haywire. And then I'll eat French fries and this and whatever and breakfast and bacon and whatever I want. Um, And then I notice I'm like, all right, I don't like this. And then there's like, okay, I got to reel it back in. So let me be good. And then there's like the in between. So, I mean, I feel like there's like three, it's not like two avenues. It's not like, oh, pageant ready. And then regular. It's like, you know, 
completely indulgent. Okay, let's reel it back in. Let's be like normal again. And then let's be like really good. And so like, it's like a pendulum because some swings back and forth. But like, if you want me to talk about like, I just like in the middle. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so, so that's good. So let's talk about those three different levels. So like, cause here's the thing. You know, you can, let's relate it back to the money example. There are times where you just say, you know what? I'm going to spend a lot of money on this purse. I really love it. And I'm going to indulge in this. But ha- if you had to just yeah, kind of. Or when, you're, when you have been saving, when you've been saving, you've been really good. Like when you've been dieting, like right after Miss USA, I've been like, I've been saving for a really freaking long time. And I can afford it right now. You know what I mean? Like, I've been saving my money. I've been saving Mm -hmm. my calories. Like, I can afford to indulge right now. And then I indulge, and I'm like, ooh, I'm getting a little poor right now. Or, like, I'm going to start to pull out a little, little. I think I may start saving again. So it's like, it's a pendulum swing. You, like, I love purses. So, like, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, okay. If I can afford it, I'll go indulge on a nice purse. But then I'm like, whoop, let me reel it back in. I'm not going to go buy another one I'm not going to go buy a new car you know you know it's like a you kind of have to like gauge where you are so I mean if you work out a ton and you're like one of these people who do like a ton of crossfit and have a ton of like muscle mass and you have you know your high basal metabolic rate like that you're rich like you can afford to eat these things so that's kind of what I you know it's like yes like so let me can't afford this right now let me give an example of something that one of my friends told me, and it was a really good example, but I want you to expand on this. So she said, when I see people who really struggle with their weight, this is what they do. Pretend like this is point A and this is point B. So let's say that I was going to your house and we were going, we were going for a walk. Yeah, let's say that this is my house over here and this is your house. And I was walking to your house and then I took a couple steps back. Let's just say I tripped and I took a couple steps back. What people who struggle with their weight is, they go like this, they go, oh my gosh, I kind of fell off the wagon a couple, a little bit. And then they go all the way back and then start going this way instead of going, okay, I took a couple steps back, I'm still gonna move forward. Like, I think that what you focus on is what you get. So I think, like, I think that's a mental game, honestly, and I've seen it so many times. Like, people are struggling with their weight. They're, like, they get really, really far, and then they say, this is this is really hard. So then they'll fall off the wagon a little bit. And then they're, like, it's really as, like, a slippery slope. Like, I like this analogy with French fries because, like, once you start eating badly, and then when I think you get what you focus on, I don't know. Have you read the book, The Secret? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. So, so it's, you get what you focus on. They say that your mind is like a, a light, like a, what is it? Like a, a tower of energy that's putting things into the universe. But I mean, if you want to think about it on a less spiritual level and then more of like a, you know, just, a, I don't know, a level of like, if you, if you're constantly focusing on like, oh, I fell off the wagon a little bit, like, oh, look at this rule. I don't like the way this looks. Like, I was doing so well, but I can't ever do it. Look, see, I tried so hard, and then I fell back a little bit. If you continually focus on the falling back, 
it demotivates you, like makes you not feel good about yourself. And like, if you focus on the negative, it's going to continue to demotivate you. And so I think that that's, that that's one of those things. It's like, if you focus, if you focus on the food that you can't have, you're constantly thinking about that. And then that's where you put your energy and then you feel good. You don't feel good because you're not depriving yourself. And when you don't feel good, you don't want to go to the gym and you don't think when you're thinking about what you can't have, that's taking up space in your brain that you can't think about things that you can have. It's, it's killing your creativity on like all these creative meals of like the great spices and things that you can do to your vegetables and lean meats that you can have. Um, so I think that's why a lot of people will go like, you know, they'll try to get here and then they fall back a little bit and then they end up going all the way back because it's also habit too. So I want, I love this idea that you just talked about because I haven't heard you talk about this one before and I want to expand on it. So let's say we have this in, we have three phases. So we have the indulgent Catherine. We have the medium, Catherine, where you're kind of, you know, mostly maybe 80% eating clean, 20% eating a little something here or there, right? And then we've got this other Catherine, we'll call it perfect, perfect Patty Catherine, where you're really dialed in. Pageant, we'll call that pageant Catherine. So we'll call it, um, the first phase will be indulgent Catherine. The the medium, what? Let's call it Catherine. We can call it Wait, I didn't call fat happy. You know, happy Catherine. Happy, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like you just get like so like ah. Happy Catherine. Catherine. So this is happy. My fappy self. Oh, fappy. That's what you're saying. Okay, got it. Fappy. Fappy. Okay, so that's fappy Catherine, and then this middle phrase. That's kind of the 80-20, where you're 80 percent, you're really eating clean. Twenty percent, you're eating a little bit. So we'll call that one the eighty twenty, Catherine. <laughs> and then, and then over here we've got the third phase, which is pageant, Catherine, where we're really dialed in. We've got a special occasion, where, or you know we've kind of maybe overindulged a little, and now we're trying to get back on track. So I love those three tracks that we're talking about. So how many days, if you had to kind of predict, out of 30 days out of the month, would you say like one or two days you're in this, you know, fappy uh, Catherine mode? How many days are you in this 80-20 mode? And how many days would you say that you're in this pageant mode, if you had to estimate? I don't even, honestly, I don't know if it would go like per month. I would think like it's almost like per year because mm-hmm. I think I kind of go in like three month increments. Like there's like a good maybe six weeks where I'm just being sappy and nothing's really happening. But then like maybe eight weeks in, I'm like a little bit there, but like I'm not really paying attention because I'm fappy. And then, and then maybe 12 weeks in, I'm like, Ooh, oh, okay, hold on. So I would say I maybe like a it's probably like fifty percent of the middle, twenty-five percent of you know, okay, you're fappy for the three months and then and then oh crap, that goes to I'm gonna swing the pendulum to the other side, so another probably like three months of being like 
really good. And then I'm like, okay, it comes back to the middle for another like six months. So if we had to put it like in terms of like percentages, that's probably what it is. Probably like 50% of the time in the middle, you know, 20, what, 25, 25. Or, you so, know, and then when I'm being like, I'm imagining coming up, I'm like, I gear more to this side. And then when, you know, I'm like, don't have anything coming up. It's the middle of the winter. And I'm like, you know, so how many pounds? Like, you know, it's the other side. How many pounds would you say, um, you know, I've heard other people kind of say, you know, I have like a three pound limit. So like, you know, I get on the scale and I kind of go, okay, once I've, once I've gained, you know, two or three pounds, then I start getting into that window and I go, okay, now I need to tighten my belts a little bit. So I kind of need to move over from being, you know, frappy into being over into this side that you need to, to get into more pageant uh, material there. So what would you say is yours? Is it two pounds, three pounds, five pounds? Where are you at? It's probably like, I mean, if I were like on a monthly thing I and I pay attention to it more, probably be like five pounds, but I don't know. It's probably like 15 pounds, but like, mm-hmm. I don't own a scale. The only time I really like weigh myself is when I go to the gym. Um, but like mine is less of like a weight thing. It's more of like a, okay, so like when I gain weight, I gain it in my hips and my butt first, and I gain it in my boobs second, and then I get in my stomach third. So when I start noticing that if I'm sitting down and I have like, oh, I'm gonna feel like I could show it to you right now. But like, if I feel like my stomach is sticking over the top of my jeans, like if I start to get that little like roll in my stomach, like right in the center, and I stopped seeing my abs. I'm like, Ooh. oh, no, Catherine. <laughs> I'm like, when I know it's when it's reached, like it's when it's gone from the butt to the boobs. And then it's at the stomach. I'm like, Ooh. but I mean, everyone gains weight differently. Like some people hold it in different spots and people are all over the place. But I just know myself, like even at my like skinniest when I was probably like way too skinny um, for Miss USA, like literally my chest bones were showing. Um, I don't think I was like, I wasn't unhealthy. I was just eating like super clean and working out like twice a day, but like, I still had a butt on me. Like I can't get rid of that thing no matter what. So like, I'm not going to look at my butt in the mirror and be like, oh, you have a butt. Um, you know, like you need to lose weight because even when I was, people called me anorexic, like I still had a butt. So like for me, I'm like, when I can like feel my stomach and I'm like, when it reached that point, I'm like, okay. And even the same thing when I go in the reverse, like the first thing that gets toned on me is my stomach. But like, I can never lose like these saddlebags if I wanted to. So, you know, it's not a pound thing. It's like a squish test thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because my husband, I, I gain weight in my butt and my boobs. And so he always, for me, when I, if I'm in my thin mood he loves it he doesn't he actually doesn't like it he doesn't like it when I'm thin too thin he he actually is like hun I'm just gonna tell you you're a little too thin right now he'll be like here's a cheeseburger you know yeah he doesn't like it when I'm too thin um any other tips that you can think of that you kind of say to yourself or kind of favorite foods that you go these are things that I eat where I feel like this this is like a treat or um, some people have said one of the things they do when they're hungry um, oh I want to talk you to talk about that how do you know when you're physically hungry 
what are some of the signs that you feel when you're physically hungry? Okay, so I I don't know if I'd like want to call it like hungry because I kind of like the feeling, but like you know, I told you I have a coffee for a lot, you know, for breakfast, and then I kind of go through my day like when I'm not working, I'm running errands, and then I'm like all of a sudden I like I get thirsty and I you know I drink some water, it's good, but like. I mean, after a while, like, your stomach will, like, literally shrink, and you can feel it. Like, I can feel, like, when I can feel my stomach shrinking, and, like, I can feel, like, I feel like I'm burning calories. So, it's kind of like a, I mean, like, you know, your stomach has little ripples in it, and so, like, it's expanded, and then, like, when it shrinks, like, you, like, that's when your stomach is growling. It's like, I think that's what's happening. I'm a dentist. Yes. But, like, your stomach has little ripples in it, and it's kind of like a balloon that's, like, inflated, and then when it deflates, you know, the, the balloon has, like, wrinkles in it. Like, that's the same thing with what you're ha- what's happening with your stomach. It, like, shrinks. But similarly, that's when, I think, that's when your body is going into lactic acid fermentation. So, like, people who do these, like, keto diets, um, so the way your body burns, I don't know how detailed you want me to get into this, but... I mean, I could give you the science behind it. Um, so the, I'm calling it currency of your body, which is calories. But really, if you break it down, like on a molecular level, the <clears throat> currency of your body is ATP, like adenosine triphosphate. And so like when you hear people who work out a lot and they take creatine phosphate, what creatine phosphate is basically doing is when your body runs out of energy or ATP, ATP turns into adenosine triphosphate to adenosine diphosphate. So what creatine phosphate does is instead of your muscles going to lactic acid fermentation, lactic acid is what makes your muscles sore. So what people who take creatine do is they put the pho- they get a phosphate and then you get more energy for your body. So Uh, My thought is, okay, so if I'm sitting here and my stomach is growling and it's shrinking, like, I almost, like, feel my body, like, losing weight. And I'm pretty sure that's when your body is going from the Krebs cycle, basically utilizing glucose, which is, you know, calories, glucose. Glucose breaks down, produces ATP. ATP is what your body lives off of. Um, When your body is deprived of glucose or of calories... Um, and that's what makes these uh, Atkins diets or low carb diets work when it's deprived, when that cycle is deprived and it produces like, I don't know what, 28 ATP, it goes into lactic acid fermentation. So like people who are diabetic go into it or people who are, um, going into ketosis for their, um, bodybuilding or like me, not intentionally, just not eating throughout the day. Like I feel my stomach shrinking. And then I also, you know, I can feel my body going from the Krebs cycle into lactic acid fermentation. And like, as a dentist, you can actually smell it on people's breaths. It's like a fruity smell. Um, it's funny if you go like, my girlfriend uh, did bodybuilding and like she would all, they would joke that they all had like the worst breath in the world. It's like the funniest thing about pageants and bodybuilding. Like we look so pretty on, on screen, but like you can't smell us. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but so, yeah, so you can't smell the breath. It's a ketotic breath, um, but it's it's a fruity smelling breath. So basically, you're going into lactic acid fermentation, and your body has to 
go through this in order to produce like only a few ATP as opposed to the Krebs cycle. So, I mean, I can feel the like, I can feel that time when I'm going into lactic acid fermentation, I can feel when my body is like literally like burning the fat. And like, to me, I actually have a lot of energy during that time. It doesn't really make sense. And I don't understand why maybe because fat is like so high in calories. I'm not really sure about that, but I can tell, like, I can, I can feel, like, I can literally feel my stomach shrinking, and then I can, like, I can almost, like, feel, like, I feel myself getting skinnier. I don't... One of the things I remember you saying to me is you, you, you said that to me, and you said, I love to hear my stomach growl. I love to, I literally, once I stop, you know, if I go till three or three o'clock or four o'clock, because I had a busy day, and I just had coffee in the morning, and I love to feel my body burning its fat, like it's eating its own fat. And I love that feeling. Like I feel like I have, after I eat, like I am low energy. So like, I just like that feeling of like, like, I, like you look in the mirror, you feel skinnier after, but like at the same time, like I, I can feel in my body, like getting thinner. I like I'm higher energy. Like I feel like I, I feel better personally. Um, I, I like that feeling. So I, it's, it's a different kind of feeling than when you're hungry. It's not that hungry feeling. So it's like, you're saying that, how do you know when you're hungry? Like, I'm like, at, during that time, like, I don't even, I don't even feel hungry. After you put some food in front of me, I'm going to eat it. And then I'm like, oh, wow, I was hungry that whole time. But like, I kind of like that feeling. Like, it doesn't make me feel hungry. It makes me feel like energetic. It makes me feel like thinner. Um, and that goes back to mindset because what you just said is like, you can have the mindset of, oh, I'm so hungry. My body's eating itself. I don't have the nutrients. Or you can be like, wow, isn't this an amazing feeling? I'm feeling the fat burn off my body right now. And it's that mindset. You're like, wow, I love that. And when you said that to me, I had a real shift there. So when I started getting to the point where I was like, okay, it's two o'clock I haven't eaten or three o'clock I haven't eaten. And now I'm like, wow, I feel like a million bucks. I'm, I do have more energy. I feel great. I'm not getting weighed down by food. And that mental shift is so powerful. It is. I mean, I, and I've had a ton of friends tell me similar things, but I mean, you can either, again, focus on the negative. Like, if you're really tr- focusing on, I have to lose weight, I have to lose weight, y- you're, like, depriving yourself. Whereas, like, when I'm at work and I'm doing things and I'm helping other people and I'm, like, getting um, I'm getting energy from other people and uplifting myself in other ways than food, I'm not even focusing on losing weight. I'm not even focusing on that. And then, at the, you know, like, I've literally, like, I sit and a patient is literally like right there on my stomach. So like they're the first ones to hear when my stomach is growling. And I always just joke to them. I'm like, oh yeah, someone's talking to you. Hello. <laughs> That's great. You know, That's it's great. great to say it's like moving around, but like I, I don't mind that feeling. Like I like to think, oh, I've been doing something. I've been being so productive that like I haven't even thought about food. I'm like, good on me. I didn't even have to go to the gym for this feeling, you know, like, so, I mean, I guess it is just a mindset, like of the way you think about it. Like if you think about it, like, Oh, I've been so busy at work. I didn't even get a lunch and like, Oh, I haven't had this. Like that's going to bring you down. I think like your mind is like, 
is controlling your body. So if you're focused on the positive, like, oh, wow, oh, my gosh, I was so productive today that, like, I didn't even think about food. And guess what? I didn't spend any money so I can go home and have a nice dinner. You know, like, things like that. I think it's, you know, it keeps you motivated. That's great. So it's funny because, you know, everyone that I interview, they kind of each have their own thing. Like for you, I remember it's Skittles. For Missy, she likes chocolate-covered raisins or chocolate-covered peanuts. That's kind of her thing. Um, Any other things that you go, these are things that I have on a regular basis. I I don't deprive myself. I love it. And I eat it in very small portions and describe that. Um, like anything with sugar or cream, like I'm not the kind of person who deprives myself of like, I don't do this like black coffee thing. Like I put on full on like full heavy, no, like not full, like real half and half or like creamer. Like I put, I don't do the diet creamer, like anything with cream. Like I love creme brulee. <laughs> really not on the fashion diet. Um, like, what do I have like regular on a regular basis? Like, legitimately, I always have creamer in my refrigerator, and it's not the diet stuff. And I don't skip on it. Like, I put full on creamer in my coffee and sugar and like whatever else I want to, so it tastes like melted ice cream. So, yeah. So, talk about as far as some things where you'll say, like, um, so on some things you might say, okay, I'm going to have like full fat ice cream or whatever. This is what I want. I'm going to make sure I get the best of the best and just eat a little bit versus eating kind of the, like when do you kind of make that differential where you'll say, you know what, instead I might have sorbet or something like that. Um, I think about, I think about if, <clears throat> if, if I were to completely indulge, like not deprive myself whatsoever, how much of this can I possibly eat? So like, for example, like you said you use the thing about M&Ms and like, I actually know a lot of people, like Missy loves her Raisinets. And I like, I know a lot of the pageant girls, like um, at Miss USA, they would literally like carry bags of like peanut M&Ms and like eat them. Like I know so many people who do the M&Ms. For me, that does not work, but like, talking about ice cream like if i eat <clears throat> if i eat hagen does dulce de leche ice cream that stuff is so freaking good it's so good but, i mean it's really high calories but if i like i i don't speak about it. i literally eat it straight from the container but like if i eat that i can I kind of like do like a little pattern. I scrape the top of it off. But like if I eat that Haagen-Dazs ice cream until I cannot eat any more and I'm like, oh, this is gross. Like I don't want it anymore. I don't eat that much of it. Like I'll eat like, okay, so the thing's like probably like this big. Like if I like literally I'll scrape the top of it off and then I'll eat it and kind of savor it because it's so freaking sweet and it's so freaking good. Like I'll like eat like there's this pint like this big. I like eat this much. So Mm. I guess if you're asking me and that's like at the end of that, I'm like, oh, this is like. I can't eat anymore. This is like too much. Like I have, I have had friends tell me that they can eat like an entire pint of ice cream. I personally can't, I probably could do that. 
But I love that. I love that. So talk about that for just a second. Okay. So if you're talking about a pint of ice cream, you literally are taking it, you're scraping the top of it off. So if you have a, a pint. I was like, oh, I don't know, like what, like this tall? Uh-huh. Like all. Maybe like half of an inch or an inch. You're not supposed to like play with your food, but like I'll literally like take the thing of ice cream and I'll have a spoon and I'll try to make the top of it like as smooth as humanly possible while I'm eating it. Mm-hmm. Like take the spoon and just like scrape the top off and I just scrape a little bit off. Cause like I hate it when people go in there and then they take all the good stuff out and like. But to me, honestly, like that that like amount that there's like little swirls of like caramel in there. I feel like if you eat all that, it's like Ugh, it's too much. So I just like scrape the top of the thing and then I literally eat it and like shavings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I love it's, that. It's silly, but you'll see the ice cream is literally like the top is completely smooth. But like I'll uh, only eat like maybe like a half, half an inch. inch. If, yeah. And you're satisfied. And I love I'm that. Like, I'm like, maybe it's because I was playing with my food or I was savoring it. I haven't really, like, ever thought about it like that. But, like, that's, I mean, if I sit there and then I'm like, oh, it's so good. You know, which is, I guess I am savoring it. But I never, I guess I never really thought about it like that. But, like, I literally, like, scrape the top of it off and then eat. And then it's like, okay, that was really good. And then I'll put it back in the freezer. But, like, just know if you ever come to my house, like if you have a hog and thing that's like already open, like you probably don't want to eat it. <laughs> that's I, awesome. <laughs> like I licked the top of it off. That is awesome. Well, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on this show today. And we are definitely going to have you back for our big reveal. So Catherine is going to tell us her latest and greatest project. Um, but she is keeping some things confidential with her celebrity clients right now. And we will have you back on the show. And if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at ChantelRayway.com. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at ChantelRayway.com. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayway.com coaching. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.